1: Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go-Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week... From Heartthrobs number 112, Reach for Happiness, Episode 3, dramatized for you today by the Girls' Young Romance True Love Story Players. Also, Advice to the Lovelorn from Girls' Romances number 117 and Young Romance number 142, and The Return of Time Machine Mailbag. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go, go! (laughs) A weekly show devoted to solving your beauty problems with me, Liza Roundelot. And me, Wittas LaRue. And me, Heidi Parker Chester. Girls brushes, brushes, brushes. They're the biggest beauty news today. Beauty experts from New York to Gay Perry have captured the secret of the brush. And here's the in scoop on how to make them work for you. Every girl should have rosy
0: cheeks to accent her face, to make her smile glow but today's chick brushes on that blush herself and believe me with the right kind of glow your guy doesn't have a chance remember in choosing the correct color blush for you Keep in mind your skin tone.
1: If you have a light complexion, get one of the palest hues. Or if you have a medium tone, make sure you don't get a tone too deep or too dark for your own. Girls with dark or olive complexions should naturally tend toward the darker shades. As I've said before, just because a makeup is expensive doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. So choose the best to suit your budget. Now, here's the secret of the brush. To help you apply that strategic blush for that high fashion model look, apply the brush lightly over the cheekbones. To shorten an overlong chin or accent a short one, gently apply the brush underneath the chin. Wow! viva la difference! If earrings are your cup of tea, then show them off better by dabbing lightly with the brush on top of each earlobe. Do you have frown lines on your forehead? Well, make them smile with a touch of blush. Make sure your blush is only on just the slightest touch, too much, and you'll spoil the effect and look like a straight walker you can wear all these blush secrets at once
0: here's more from the magic brush powdered shades are in this year grays browns beiges and golds a whole assortment of fab new colors with an eyeliner brush you can perform tricks to delight your special guy with the darker shades like gray or brown you can add delightful depth to your eyes this is a trick that fashion models use. Here's how. Dip the brush into the shade. Apply to the space between the eyelid and the eyebrow. Blend in. Then, like, wow, your eyes will actually look deeper and more beautiful. Now clean the brush. The best way is just to wipe clean with a tissue. Next, dip the brush into your favorite pastel shade and apply to the eyelid. Pretty.
1: Pretty. Isn't it? With the very same brush and brown or grey, you can make a heavy face appear thinner. Dip the brush into powdered shadow and apply lightly to the hollow of your cheeks. Practice this a few times. It's important that you get the knack. Too much shading and the only effect you achieve is a dirty face. So be careful! Is your nose too wide? Well then, try this trick. With the very same shadow and brush, add in a thin, soft line to each side of your nose blend in. Girls, I can't warn you enough against using too much shadows and shading. Too much can be disastrous. But applied correctly, you'll come out looking like a dream. And what's more, he'll notice it too. Well, bye now, remember, stay beautiful. Bye! Bye! Previously on Reach for Happiness. Now listen to me, Rita. I want you to call Karen up and apologize for what you said. Ha! That'll be the day. Okay, if you won't do it, I'll do it for you. You do, Greg. You do, and we're through. Understand? Through! A homecoming party? (laughs) How nice! Who's going to be there? Do you know? Oh, the usual faces. Maybe a few new ones. Grandfather Wallace. Greg. Uh, Greg? Sure. Why? Don't you want him there? How are things going, Rita? With the doc, I mean. Fine. What's fine mean? Going to marry him? He has to ask me first, Pop. It's considered proper. What about Ray Silva? Now that you're going with Dr. Marsh. I told you before, I quit the club. Did you quit Ray too? I left him a note explaining everything i've got to make sure my past is all behind me that nothing comes up to spoil my chances with greg including ray silva ray what are you doing here The day-by-day story of real people trapped in a whirlpool of life and death, love and hate, laughter and tears as they reach for happiness. Episode three. Rita is speechless for a long moment at finding Ray Silva waiting for her in her apartment. It is Ray who breaks the silence. Why haven't you returned my phone calls? Don't tell me you've been trying to avoid me.
0: I told you once, Ray. It's all over between us.
1: Who do you think you are telling me it's all over? I'll be the one who says when it's over.
0: Ray, listen. Don't let your pride rule you. I never meant anything to you. Not really. We just went together for kicks. That's all.
1: Go on.
0: Well, I'm sick of all that. I want something better than... Playing kicks out of life.
1: You mean you want something better than me? If that's what you mean, come right on and say so.
0: I I don't want to say anything to hurt you, Ray.
1: Don't worry about hurting me. I don't hurt so easy. Besides, you're the one who's in danger of getting hurt and hurt bad. What does
0: that mean?
1: Listen, sister, don't play games with me. I know all about the fancy doctor you're running around with.
0: Ray, I'm not running around with you. Not
1: that. running around? What do you call it, baby?
0: Greg is in love with me.
1: Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. The prettiest doctor is in love with you. Fancy that.
0: Stop it, Ray. Stop it.
1: And I suppose the pretty boy doctor wants to marry you, too.
0: Yes. he. He'll ask me sometime... You'll see.
1: (laughs) I can just see you now, Mrs. Gregory Marsh.
0: Stop it. Stop it. Stop it! I'm, I'm sorry, Ray.
1: You never slapped me before, Rita. You never thought you could after what you once said to me. After what you once said to me? Rita knows exactly what Ray is referring to, and it goes back several years. Evening, Mr. Silver. Hi. Boss, there's a chick here. Wants to see you about a singing job. Shall I tell her you're out of town? Yeah, out of town, and they're never coming back. I need singers like I need a hole in the head. Wait a minute. Is that the chick? Yeah, that's the one. I got nothing else to do right now. I can talk to her. Sure, boss, sure. There was something about Rita, as far as Ray Silva was concerned. Okay, kid, I'll give you a try. You can stop tomorrow night.
0: But, but, aren't you even going to ask me to try out? You don't even know I can sing.
1: I like to play hunches, sis. You look as if you can sing. Besides, so what if I make a mistake? My customers won't go away mad.
0: <laughs> Mister Silva, I'll be grateful as long as I live for this chance.
1: And she had made good on the chance. You sure know how to pick them, Ray. Old and dark and young and lovely,
0: the girl from the sunny mother's walking in there, she was in the
1: They love you, Rita. You got it made.
0: Because of you, Ray. You were the only one in the whole world who had some faith in me. I'll never forget it. Never. Ray, I'm sorry. I mean it. You're the last guy in the world I have any right to slap.
1: Okay, baby. No hard feelings. But do me one favor, Rita. What? Next time I call, pick up the phone, okay?
0: Okay, Ray. Oh, Ray, it's all true what you said. You're not good enough for me anymore. I do want someone better than you. And I won't let you come between me and the life I've always dreamed of having
1: evening two days later in the home of lila and roger smathers
0: oh roger did you pick up the cake i ordered at the bakery
1: i did but isn't that decorated lettering on top welcome home karen a bit corny
0: don't be silly roger women love that kind of attention
1: what you want to know about women ask me i'm an expert oh grow up first richie we're both very
0: annoyed with you, Richie. What I do now. You know very well what I'm referring to, Richie. Didn't we ask you not to take the car last night?
1: But, Mother, I told you I was taking Joni to that dance at Blairsville. How do you expect us to get there without a car?
0: I'm not interested in those all-night dances of yours. And I'm warning you, here and now, that...
2: <laughs> here, here, here! How dare you speak so sharply to my one and only grandson?
0: Dad, I really wish you wouldn't
2: interfere. Did you say interfere? Why, anything that concerns Richie concerns me. You won't have to bother your parents about a car in the future, Richie, because I'm buying you one of your own. Gee, Gramps, you're the greatest. Really, Dad, this is too much. You set out to spoil Richie from the day he was born, and you've never stopped. Before long, I'll be gone anyway. And since Richie is inheriting most of my money, he'll be able to buy 10,000 sports cars without asking anyone. Oh, what's the use? You speak to your father, Lila. I have never been able to.
1: As I said before, Gramps, you're the greatest. No wonder we can't control that boy with you around, Father. If
0: if he comes to a bad end, you'll have no one to blame but yourself.
2: There's nothing wrong with that boy. His main trouble is his parents are too old-fashioned and don't understand modern youth. Indeed. In any case... His
0: father should have the right to make all decisions concerning him, not his grandfather. I don't blame Roger for being angry.
2: Another thing wrong with Roger is he's never been able to forget that he owes everything he's got to me.
0: Yes, and you've made him pay for it by taking Richie, his own son, away from him.
1: At 8.30, the guests have still not sat down for dinner. Say, Mother, I'm starved. When do we begin eating? Oh, dear. It
0: is getting late. I can't understand it. Greg is usually so prompt.
2: I, I know.
0: Well, I'm sure he'll be along any minute. Let's wait 15 minutes more.
1: Only a late guest. But to Karen, it is much
2: more. i
1: die if he doesn't show up. But, but why must I feel like that? I'm not in love with Greg. I threw him over just two short years ago for someone else. Is, is it possible I've fallen in love with him all over again? Please, Greg, please come, please.
2: But at that very moment, in another part of town.
0: You do something to me, Greg.
1: Gosh, look at the time. Rita, I've just got to get moving.
0: But Greg, why?
1: Now, Rita, I told you all about that dinner party.
0: You mean for Karen?
1: Yes, for Karen. But it's being given by Lila and Roger Smathers, who are very dear friends of mine.
0: Dearer than me?
1: That's an unfair question, Rita. You're very dear to me. You know that.
0: Yes, but not dear enough to stay with me
1: will you stop that I accepted that invitation and it would be very rude of me not to come now
0: but darling I feel so lonely tonight I don't want you to leave me please baby please
1: shortly after at the Smathers home
0: (laughs) well I think we may as well start without Greg I'm sure he'll be along sooner or later I'm sorry Greg probably had an emergency patient. I'm sure that's the only explanation for his not being here.
1: After all, dear sister, you didn't expect Greg to wait for you the rest of his life, did you? Men don't, as a rule. you
2: Later. I told she to pick out the car he wants. And he said, "Right off a drag. What else? <laughs>
0: oh, Richie, will you teach me how to drive it?
1: Anything you want, baby doll. The room is filled with gay chatter and laughter. Only one heart is heavy with a bleak
2: foreboding.
1: Please, Greg, please come. Please.
2: But just then...
1: Ma'am,
0: Dr. Marsh called... He said he was sorry, but something came up. And he wouldn't be able to be here after all. That's the life of a doctor for you, Karen.
1: I know. Their time is never their own. Oh, Greg, how could you? <laughs> Battle of love nears a climax in the next episode of Reach for Happiness. You can follow this turbulent story in future episodes of Checkered Past. And girls, don't forget to write in and tell us how you are enjoying this continuing drama of life in Danville Corners. Hi. Say Hi. 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 I'm here with Dr. Husband and our friend, Deb. Hey, guess what, Deb? What? We met in 1984. Yes, you're right. This is our 84th episode of this podcast. Oh, my God. Also, Wait. Dr. Husband. Yes. Last week was our actual anniversary. Yes. This week is our anniversary of the podcast two years. Wow, Some that's fantastic. Congratulations to us. That's the most commitment I've showed to anything. Uh, that's why we got dressed up today. Right, we got dressed up for it, yes. Yes. Well, it's it's time for time machine mailbag. Time machine mailbag. I love time machine mailbag so much. Um, what happens is we take a letter from the past and answer it today. Right. So it's like a time machine, more like a time capsule. Yeah, sure. But I do like time machine mailbag.
0: I like time machine mailbag.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll keep it then because I already wrote a theme Mm -hmm. song for it. Cool. Are you going to sing it? Yes. Here you go. Time Machine Mailbag, where we read letters from the past and answer them today. Time Machine Mailbag, better late than never is what Mother used to say. Who's going first? Who wants the first letter? I'll read. Okay.
0: Dear Miss Penn, I have a problem I hope you can help me solve. I am 14 years of age. I have a clear complexion and a fair figure. I associate with the most popular group in our grade and am well-liked by most. All my girlfriends have boyfriends. And when one of my girlfriends is around, I have no trouble talking to boys. Otherwise, I find it very difficult. I can talk freely with girls. My problem is this. Boys do not like me as a girlfriend, only as a friend. I have no confidence in myself. I don't think I could get a boyfriend if I tried. My friends say I can, but since I do not think I am pretty... I do not have any faith in my abilities. What can I do? Hopeless.
1: You want to take this, Dr. Husband, or you want me to? You go ahead. Hopeless. You're 14. You're too young for a boyfriend. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, you're pretty. You have everything you need within yourself. Spend some time with yourself getting to know what you like, and then the boys will come flocking. That's excellent advice. Thank you.
0: Maybe she's a lesbian.
1: Well, not in the past. She wouldn't have been a lesbian, would she? Do they have lesbians back then? No, they called it a Boston marriage. <laughs> Did they? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> 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 Wait, was a Boston marriage just like two women who lived yeah. together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. But not two men.
1: I don't know if they applied it to men. I don't. I've only ever heard it applied to women.
0: Mm, a Boston marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: May I take the next mm. letter, dear Miss Penn? I'm a girl of fourteen in love with a boy of sixteen. Since our Easter holiday, he seems to have changed. He never asks me on dates because he's always with his boyfriends. Do I need to go on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... When I when I ask. <laughs> I think he got some Easter candy, if you know what (laughs) I mean. (laughs) When when I ask him to take me out, he says he has to stay with his friends. And when he does take me out, it's only for an hour or so. What can I do to make sure he still likes me? In all of our nine months of going steady, he has never acted like this. Signed, confused. Maybe you should hook up with hopeless. Maybe. Well, confused, Mm -hmm. I have an answer for you. I think someone in that relationship is a little confused, and maybe since Easter, a little less confused. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Somebody hid the
2: Easter egg. Really
0: good
1: spot. <laughs> oh God! Ouch! Right. Shall we go for another letter? Let's um, see. Yes. A time machine mailbag. Okay. Here's one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Dear, well, Miss Andrews isn't here. I'll address it to the two of you. Okay. Dear Doctor Husband Depp <clears throat> Last Saturday night, I went out with a boy named Bob. No relation, whom I liked very much. It was my first date with him. I am 15, and he is 17. The evening went well until after the movies when the two other couples we were with went back to one of the other girls' house and we went also. From then on, the boys, including Bob, began to behave improperly and I didn't know what to do about it. I was terribly disappointed in Bob. After all, it was our first date. Please help me by telling me what I should have done. I refused a date for this weekend because of this and I do like him. Bewildered Elena.
0: Hmm. I wish you would have specified what the improper behavior was.
1: We can guess what it was. But maybe the boys were playing pool and drinking. Mm. Or maybe they were making the moves on her. Maybe Mm -hmm. he was making the moves on her. In which case, if he was making the moves on her and she was 15 and he was Mm -hmm. 17, she's doing the right thing by not going out with him again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yes. Interesting. This was the first letter we found without any... Homosexuality (laughs) (laughs)
1: undertones. You know what Elena could do if things uh, get out of hand in the future? What? what? Say that if she's in a car with a boy and he's getting fresh. Yes. Pee in his car. Just pee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had a friend that did that and it stopped everything.
0: Yeah, I imagine that would. Uh There's a huge
1: power imbalance between a 15-year-old girl and a 17-year-old boy. Well, there is, isn't there? Yeah. I would not. If I had a 15-year-old girl, I wouldn't allow her to go on a date with a 17-year-old boy. No, well, you would sure as long as he was not 18 and she was 13.
0: Well, Well, I don't clearly they're not because (laughs) she said 15,
1: right? Right. you'd let let your 15 year old daughter go out on a date with a 17 year old boy, yeah? They're bound to be in the same school,
0: yes, but not in the same grade, two grades
1: apart, that's two years apart.
0: That's a big deal. It's a deal. big difference in high school. Mm-hmm. In high school? hmm Especially with a 15-year-old. Although, I don't know, 1515 15-year-olds 15 now look like...
1: Prostitutes, you can say it. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: Like Withers LaRue. Right.
0: Withers <laughs> LaRue. Uh-huh. I don't know. I do agree with you. If I had a 15-year-old daughter, I would not want her hanging out, going out on dates with a 17-year-old. But they were with a group,
1: also. Yes, Yes. and they went to someone's house, and the boys behaved improperly. I was a teenager. I know exactly what happens.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Parents aren't home. Let's see.
1: I was a teenager, too, and I would like to hear more about the Easter holiday. (laughs) (laughs) How about this? Uh, Uh Why don't you read that one?
0: Okay. Dear Miss Andrews, My mother and I are disagreeing about something very important to me. Since I expect the same point of disagreement to arise in the future, I thought I'd find out how you feel about it. I'm 16 years old, and I like a boy who is 17 and a half. Mm. Whenever my friends and I go somewhere, and we do see him, he says hello to me first. This makes me angry.
1: No, he never says hello.
0: Oh, to he me. never says hello to me first. Right. This makes me angry. I told my mother, and she said it would be only right if I were to speak first. I would like to know if she is right.
2: <sighs> mm,
1: well, well the yeah. mother's a little bit old-fashioned. Right. So what needs to happen is that you need to have a male brother or cousin introduce you to this boy, and then it's proper to speak. Um, but only if he calls you, let's say your last name is Rooney, Miss Rooney. If he addresses you as Miss Rooney, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he may speak. And he's not going to shake your hand unless no, you extend it first. unless you're chaperoned Well, and gloved. You have to have a glove on your hand. Exactly, course, and she course. needs to extend it first. That's the proper thing. The, the man can't grab her hand. Mm, no, no, right,
0: right, right. Oh.
1: Now, she didn't mention her dance card. No. 17 and a half. There's the thing about the half. At that age, they make a big deal out of people's, you know, when they're teenagers, they make a big deal out of people's ages and whether or not they're, you know, a half year ahead. Because so much happens in that time. When I was 16, I was dating an 18-year-old girl. Really? Yes.
0: Wow. Did she teach you a few things? I mean, Did she show you around the block a little bit?
1: She showed me all the way around the block. She can go to jail for that. It's not too late to report it. There's no statute of limitations. It was completely consensual. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's still illegal. I think just to make a point, you
0: should file a lawsuit. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I was lucky. (laughs) Dear Ms. Andrews, I would like to know at what age a girl should date. I am 13, and in the 8th grade, my girlfriends tell me they are going to start dating in the ninth grade. I feel I won't be old enough or mature enough to start dating, but I'm still not sure. What do you think I should do? Signed, Peggy Kelly, Damon, Texas.
0: Well, I think maturity makes absolutely no difference, especially if she's talking about dating men. (laughs) Oh. Well, okay, I would say... I'm bitter. I'm bitter!
1: I would... uh, (laughs) I would say that um, it is okay if she were going to a movie date, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and they were being chaperoned to the movie, and being picked up after the movie, and they could be taken somewhere to get a bite to eat, with the parent remaining in the restaurant but at another table. Mm -hmm. But that's it. No alone time.
0: Group dates...
1: Group dates are fine as long as there's a parent chaperone. Yeah, we age, saw what happened to that group date before. Right, because she's third, she wants properties. to start dating at 14. How, how old is the person she's going to date at, at
0: I think 13. She could probably go group date, movies. But if she's going to someone's home, then there needs to be a parent.
1: Hmm, okay. Right. Okay. But the parent needs to be present. It's not like, you know, not
0: like, just in the house, but
1: no, but you know, in eyesight. With eyesight yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: The the kids need to remain in the parents' line of vision. Agreed. Okay. All right.
1: Shall we move on to our poetry corner? Oh, yes. yes. Our first poem comes to us from Nanshell Shatz, Fairfield, Iowa. It's called Impatience. Yeah. So why am I desolate, sitting around, awaiting a call yet to come? I get up and sit down and march the room round, telling myself this is dumb. I know that he'll call. What I don't know is when. So I'll get up and walk round the room once again.
0: I look out the window at the walls, then the door, and wait for that phone to ring just once more.
1: My roommate is out, so I sit here alone. I sit and I pace and I wait for the phone. In the back of my mind, one thought, just one thing. How long must I wait for that darn phone to ring? The phone rings for others, so why not for me? I know he will call, but where can he be?
0: Perhaps I'm making too much of this thing, of sitting and waiting for the phone to ring. I'll see him tomorrow, of that I am certain. So, why am I sitting and moping and hurting?
1: Thank you, Nan Shell. That is the worst. Nan By the worst, you mean best. Yes, yes. the best. Yes. Can, um, yes. can you I mean, read another? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I love when syntax is destroyed to preserve a rhyme. That's the best <laughs> kind of poetry. <laughs> Do you remember just making phone calls on a rotary dial phone? Oh yeah. yes. yes. Life was so much simpler then. We didn't have the ability to keep in touch with so many people across many different time zones no. all the time through text and, and social media and whatnot. Even time zones when I used to call Deb, mm-hmm. who lived in Chicago and I did not. You had to pay for it long distance. Yes, of course. I had to call my mother. Say, I'm about to call Deb. I'm going to reverse the charges. Please oh. accept. And depending on how much my mother had had to drink, that was successful or not. <laughs> 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 oh, God. What was it like being friends back in high school? Well, it was just post-high school. It was, Yeah. Just post-high school, mm-hmm. right.
0: They had both just graduated from high
1: school. Yes. You met... On a high school trip or just yes, Mm -hmm. we met in Europe, that's right, just like in Facts of Life.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Wow, yeah, we met in Rome, yes, yeah, wow, I know, exciting, right?
1: I just love that you guys have been friends for that for that long. I know, same, it is
0: funny because we met on a trip. Who would ever think, yeah, yeah, who'd have thunk it?
1: Wow, shall we read another (laughs) crazy time, please? This one is called Kiss, submitted by Florence Wong of Hull, Quebec. To miss a kiss is simply awful. To miss a kiss is awfully simple. A kiss spreads germs. I've heard it stated. But kiss me, honey. I'm vaccinated. Whoa! Ooh.
0: How? <laughs> That's crazy, wow. Lawrence. Oh my God! You
1: slut! <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that printed on a bathroom stall once. <laughs> Hooray for their vaccinating. Hmm.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, not an anti vacciner no. so that's something, huh?
1: Uh, look at this: "To Joanne with love," submitted by Private Robert Mathis of Fort Gordon, Georgia, Ooh, a soldier.
0: Wow, which
1: means—well, I don't know if he's carrying around the romance comic in Fort Gordon, he'd get chided a lot. I think I'm sure. I'm sure she sent this. Yeah, in, yes. Here's a little letter oh, to bring see. you a bit of cheer and sort of keep you happy when I'm not near. I'm writing this letter with all my love sealed inside. I'm writing this letter with all the tears I've cried. Oh, he's so sensitive. Send me some loving in a letter. Send me some loving to make me feel better. My days are all lonely. My nights are all blue. I'm so alone without you. Oh, that's the rhyme. I'm so alone without you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this no, he's
1: can't. A private. <laughs> this can't last forever. Somehow we've got to be together. So send me some loving in a letter. Send me some loving to make me feel better. And I promise, for as long as time will be, my heart and soul forever, my love eternally. Wow! wow.
0: Send me some loving.
1: That's send very loving. reminiscent of. I found a box. Emily of, Dickinson. Um, Yes, and also, <laughs> I found a uh, box of letters that my grandfather had written to my grandmother when they were courting, Oh, yes. and it was very much like this. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Dear Dot, you're so sweet. Give me some of that sugar. Oh, she, she also, owned a candy yeah, shop. Yeah, she owned a candy shop.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Um, I'm looking up Robert Mathis of Fort Gordon, Florida. <laughs> Fort, Ooh, Fort Gordon, Georgia? Well, he was a private, so he might have been assigned there. Sure, but they might have some kind of uh, reunion group or something. Ooh, how clever. Uh, Robert Mathis, MSW, was a social worker in Fort Gordon, Georgia.
0: <gasps>
1: MSW, master social worker. Oh, You think, could it be?
0: Well, he is sensitive, so he
1: M-A-T-H-I-S? Yes.
0: Wow. Whoa.
1: Oh, I wonder if it's the same. How old is he? It doesn't say. Uh, 1966. He would have been a private. He would have been uh, maybe 20 years old. Yeah. So. That so 50. He would, would be
0: 76.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. No, oh, maybe older.
1: I found one. Oh, here's one in Charlotte, North Carolina. Maybe 20. He looks 90. old. Oh, that's him. I bet. Why? On the beach fishing. Oh yeah. Oh my God, there he is. i recognize him anywhere. <laughs> look at the knee socks, the white knee socks. White knee socks on the beach. And... Oh. Oh. What is crazy?
0: Does it say he's married?
1: And if it is, if so... Oh, do you suppose it was Joanne? Do you think he's married to Joanne? Oh, look about, look at oh. Joanne. Just... No relationship in Photoshop Oh Damn it. There's a Marion Mathis. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm just going to say that's him. He's fishing on the beach with his wife, Marion. So he didn't marry Joanne. No. Mm. But he wrote a nice letter.
0: Joanne, if you're out there, let us know what happened. <laughs> I
1: almost spit my drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all for now, I suppose. Uh, you can find us on social media at GogochuckPod. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts from. And you can join us right back here next week. Right? Deal. 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 Okay, bye! Bye! Bye!